This is 251 Now with Kelly Finley, the go-to place for what's happening in our local community. Presented by Spring Hill College and the Mobile County Health Department. The businesses you need to know about, local artists to support, restaurants to visit, community leaders making a difference, local topics you and your friends are talking about now. Good Sunday morning and welcome to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. I'm Kelly Finley. Very thankful to talk to you, especially when I get to talk all things Mother Earth. And you'll love this because if you live on the Gulf Coast, you love living here, but you want to be part of the positive and not the negative. My guest joining me today will tell you more about that. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning, Kelly. It's great to have you. Let everyone know who you are. I am Mark Birdie. I'm the executive director of the Alabama Coastal Foundation, and it's an organization that's been around for 29 years, improving and protecting Alabama's coastal environment. So this is your jam, this type of um, uh, weather and and people wanting to know more and learning and, and being a positive. Exactly. Well, for envir- any environmental organization, April and May are definitely the busiest months. Uh, but this is definitely getting into the, uh, the coastal environment. This is where people from all throughout the state, region, country uh, come to enjoy our beautiful beaches and uh, we help to improve and protect those. Besides the obvious of the great weather, April and May, why why are those really popular times um, for our, the visitors and for residents to do more outdoors? Well, if you know Azalea's, the trail run, we have uh, what bicycle rides. We do the Crepe Myrtle Trail Ride with Mobile United. Uh, we try to do that in April and uh, trying to do that ride to actually th- establish the Great Myrtle Trail. Uh, and uh, we've been working on that for, uh, I guess, uh, the Mobile United has been working on that since the 70s. And we've been helping to promote that. And, and thank goodness that we we're able to get that a part of the master plan of the, of the new airport. Um, so we're excited about that possibility. And then we do the, um, uh, in Baldwin County, we do our good life bicycle ride. And that's always that Saturday of Mother's Day weekend. So if you missed it this time, you can certainly sign up for it, uh, through our website, uh, yeah. joinacf.org. Well, you know, and those who have great mothers, they should make it Mother's Day every day. So. Exactly. I'm and it's saying. a fun ride. It's not a race. <laughs> it's not a, you know, no intensity. <laughs> People have said, you know, we've, we've, this was the 13th annual one we've done and we, say it's 13th because during the pandemic we actually had two families uh the hotel you know continued doing the discount so the two families actually rode the ride even though we did not do it so we we are saying this is the 13th annual that was the 13th annual ride they're really into it indeed so your name of course is alabama coastal foundation when we talk about coasts, i mean how far reaching how how many miles are we talking here from the florabama all the way to the western tip of dolphin island is our coastline and we uh we actually Actually, have uh, Alabama has two coastal counties. Unless you're, uh, you know, never been in here before, we have two coastal counties. But really, we became a statewide organization in 2012. Uh, because whatever happens upstream makes its way down south. And a lot of people who vacation down here, uh, you know, we wanted to reach out to them. And so we've done outreach events all throughout the state, mostly at breweries, but at seafood restaurants as well. Because to have good beer and a good seafood, you have to have a good clean water. 
I mean, it makes perfect sense when you put it together like that. But sometimes people don't think about it until they come visit, they go, they want to go in the water and they see all types of things floating in the water Mm -hmm. and then they get mad. But then if you back up and think about what were people doing prior to that vacation, again, you can be part of the solution and not the problem. I'm glad you referenced um, the coast because there are many people who listen who are not from here or they're heading to Mobile or Baldwin County and they're wanting to to learn more and, and respect I think our environment. And so that's, that's good that you're here. That is one of our main focus areas. And whenever we actually, uh, we have tons of great volunteers or share the beach program who walk the beach every morning, uh, looking for the mama sea turtle tracks, uh, starting May 1st, all the way through October. And, uh, we help to educate our, our, the public who actually goes and sits on our beautiful beaches to what they should do, bringing up their stuff every night, making sure you, fill in the holes before you head up because it's not only good for uh, for humans uh, mm-hmm. to not fall in, but also for our sea turtles uh, as well. Um, and then, you know, trying to reduce the, the lighting as well to make sure that we don't have any negative impacts there, especially during the those summer months. Let's talk sea turtles. Um, I remember when I first moved here and I didn't, I, I'm still learning. I love being in that position, but um, people think they're cute. And they mean well, but sometimes they cause some danger. Uh, what are do's and don'ts that we need to know about sea turtles? Right. And well, and the funny thing about that is I almost didn't apply for the job that I'm working in because I do not have a science background. Uh, mm-hmm. I have nonprofit management. Uh, but my predecessor, I said, hey, you know, should I even put my hat in the ring? And she's like, they're looking for somebody just like you. And so uh, I could ask uh, very, very basic questions of my board and staff members who do have a science background and then be able to talk about that. So I'm right there in the boat with you. But, <laughs> you know, always having that learning element so um so yes sea turtles they are federally protected species we do have them nesting a lot of people again don't even know that we have nesting sea turtles uh here um on our on our coastline and it's from may uh through uh october and really the mama turtles uh they they you know lay their 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 eggs or nest um in uh, eggs in a nest and so they they start somewhere in May is when that happens mm-hmm. and they'll go through June or so so really the hatchlings are the ones that would come out you know during that those times so by the end of October that's usually the last okay. nest has has hatched and uh it's an un- unfortunate word but they call it a boil a ne- you know an egg boil oh. uh, a nest boil so that but it's really beautiful we actually have some videos on our website yeah. um and and you're not supposed to ever take any uh pictures uh, with white uh, photography, white flashlights or anything like that, because that does disturb the sea turtles with the wavelengths of those lights. But we have infrared videos on our website, uh, joinacf.org, and you can learn a ton about our our sea turtle program called Share the Beach, which is fantastic. That's the uh, Wolf Bay Osprey nest? No, that's actually a different program. Uh um, And that is our, um, basically, we have a a live video feed on our website. We share it with the city of Orange Beach, as well as the Nature Conservancy. Um, And it was actually the Nature Conservancy that wrote a grant uh, about 10 years ago. And they said, hey, ACF, uh, this is a small grant. We would like for you to find a suitable place to actually have a, a video camera to watch an osprey nest. Okay. And, and and basically, the ospreys they nest between you know about four, um, you know around around the middle of of, of February. <laughs> we, Valentine's Day is you know about the well, time they start to my, nest. My, my. <laughs> and then uh, they start making their nest. And uh-huh. then uh, we we right now have um, if you if you go to our website, you can see the live feed of the osprey nest at Wolf Bay. Okay. And literally, we for third grade teachers. 
teachers. We have lessons plans for for them to to be able to track through with their students. Um, you know what what happens with um, the eggs. Uh, interesting fact that um, osprey they lay their eggs about once a week and only three eggs per season. Um, and the reason they do that is because um, if a hurricane comes and knocks the nest down, that they'll be able to have you know you know survival of the species, so they'll be able to have a future uh, population as well. But so actually, smart. osprey were a part of our um, our logo. Because uh, back in the 50s and 60s, when we, the humans, were using DDT and saying, hey, this is great. It kills, um, you know, all these these plants and everything. Um, well, we, uh, Rachel Carlson, a scientist, said, hey, you know what? We are seeing uh, osprey populations severely decline. And she found out that the um, the eggs that they were sitting on were the, so fragile, they, they would just crack and break. So the osprey population declined. She figured out. The osprey were eating the fish that were eating the DDT. And so we as oh. humans said, you know what? We're banning this substance. We're not going to do it. So that's why it's part of our logo. Our, our, the full mission statement is improve and protect our coastal environment through cooperation, education, and participation. So we do kind of in a cooperative fashion, you know, try to work with whatever the best science is and, and try to work from there. Mark, you're educating, let me tell you. <laughs> and I'm so appreciative. I mean, it's beautiful to learn. And from, from a science standpoint, from an environmental standpoint, and I should have I should have rephrased my question because my question was, is the same camera that that you're using for the Osprey, was that the same camera, you know, and, and photos that we could check on our sea turtle friends? Absolutely. Too? No, it is a completely different okay. uh, the camera and the infrared. We do have a, a, a microphone on the <gasps> camera on Wolf Bay, but for sea turtle turtles yes it is again we we're they're protected species so we cannot use any flash photography and this is happens at night uh, but we can you know talk a little bit more about sea turtles because there are so many wonderful things yes. that we as humans could do to better to be able to help and protect mm-hmm. those, those beautiful species well you know and that's the beauty of having this long-form conversation that we can really flesh out conversations um, and this is important and you were telling me something about um, sea turtles and plastic bags that I'd never heard yes so unfortunately uh, those plastic bags that people get at grocery stores they will uh, you know, float away and make it into our waterways. Um, you know, Alabama, we have more, uh, there's no other plant uh, state in the country that has more aquatic diversity of life um, because we have 132,000 miles of streams and rivers. So those w- rivers make it into the bay, into the Gulf of Mexico. And then, yes, sea turtles see those and they think they're jellyfish. They think they're food. They'll try to eat them. And unfortunately, that means that they can't eat anything else. Um, and so they die. And so that's why we have on our website, um, you know, we get donations as well as sponsorships, but we sell merchandise. And those, um, uh, those tr- we have a great tote bag that has our Sarah the Beach Sea Turtle logo on it um, for, for sale on our website. And it helps to, um, to make sure that people can reuse those. And they're the ones that are made really, really durable. So you can put a ton of stuff in there. Uh, but it also helps to, you know, get great conversation started. Hey, what was that sea turtle? And then you can explain why exactly. you have that. Oh, my goodness. It's like you brought the zoo and, uh, and all the zoo's friends here to I love this. I, I really do. Let me ask you this. How big do sea turtles get? Uh, that is a great question that I'll ask uh, one of my uh, staff members <laughs> and then we'll get back to you. I'll okay. put it up on the website. Okay. Actually, yes. no, it, that information is on our website. Okay. I just ha- don't have it memorized. And again, joinacf.org. Yep. 
Um, but but if they you know they'll see all of our volunteers working before uh, sunrise, they could just ask uh, people about that as well. But yes, the, there are so so many other things that people can do, such as uh, turning off your lights at night if you're on the beach. Um, those white lights, uh, if they're not sea turtle friendly, they they do um, disrupt uh, sea turtle nesting as well. Oh my goodness! So listen here, you can't know it all, but I tell you what, you have directed us to the website, and that's good because we can take our time and peruse and learn more. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the uh, Coastal Kids Quiz Program. And also, because you know you listen to our station, 92 is a very proud sponsor of the Hangout uh, Festival, Music Festival coming up. And there is a way for you to go for free, but you got to put in some elbow grease. Some A work ethic is, is going to be your ticket to a good time. But stay with us. More with Mark Birdie after this. Welcome back to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. I'm Kelly Finley. If you're just tuning in, you've got great timing, as I always love to say. And if you've been listening, then you've been, maybe you're just as fascinated as I have been with sea turtles. Mark Birdie is here. He's the executive director for the Alabama Coastal Foundation and talking about ways that we can really have fun, but be, but be respectful of those who call the beach and the water um, the Gulf Coast home. So we were talking all things sea turtle. Before we continue with that part, let's shift gears a little bit, talk about uh, Coastal Kids Quiz Program. And so fifth grade teachers are really going to perk up on this one. This has been one of our most popular programs. And unfortunately, we had to, when the pandemic, uh, it was in person before the pandemic, we had to cancel it twice. And so we said, we're never going to do that again. We're going to put it 100% online, which means that any public or private fifth grade teacher can apply and they could do it for free. We have five rounds or topics every school year. So the new round will start next fall. They can still sign up right now on on our website and integrate it in part of their their curriculum. Um, And everything that we do, by the way, is uh, geared for whatever the science objectives are for the state that are are required. So it helps to reinforce what they're teaching as well. So, uh, yes, our Coastal Kids Quiz Program, in essence, we give three different resources for their students to, you know, study. Um, on watersheds, on weather, on uh, we have we have one on coastal insects, and yes, we have one on sea turtles as well. <laughs> yes. uh, that's our final round. But uh, but yes, they can if they're if eighty percent of their class, uh, their students take it, and some of them do it as an in class you know assignment. If they're helping somebody else, they'll let the students sign up on our, our website. Um, they they have a link that actually they don't have, the teachers sign up on our website, but then they send the links to the their, their students. Uh, but if they study and, and take the test each round, they can we can give a fifteen one hundred dollar checks to teachers who participate and have eighty percent of their students participate. See, every that's, the, that's the lead right there yeah. because well, we, because we know how hard teachers work, right. and I know that resources are stretched. But you're talking about a fun program where kids can learn. You're talking online, and then money. Money. So basically, they can. It, we have 15 checks to give out every round. It's because of our great sponsors <laughs> yes. that we, they're all listed on our website. But that that hundred dollars goes towards classroom instruction. So then, then they can help to do that. They could do a pizza party. They could do whatever they want to. But as long as it's focused on educating their their students, and so it's a very very popular question um, uh, program that we have. And again, anybody in the state of Alabama can actually apply for that one. Or fifth grade teacher, excuse me. Let me be specific. Here. Yes, fifth grade teachers. And again, your website. We're going to continue to repeat it because there's so much goodness on that website. Join ACF.org. Our friends that are 
of age. They enjoy music and they enjoy the beach. And we know all things Hangout Music Festival is slowly, but it, it seems like it was slowly because remember we had to take that break for mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But now we're back. And before you know it, boom, Hangout's happening uh, next weekend. It is. How can people help out and enjoy free of charge some good music? Well, we are uh, working in conjunction with Zero Hero, uh, who's doing the the, the uh recycling and trash collection we are getting their staff we've already filled all those positions but uh, and we will pull off the the sign up form off our website whenever the last volunteer uh, spot is given so you go to joinacf.org if you don't see it unfortunately (laughs) we're uh, we've gotten everybody lined up but yes they basically help to collect trash throughout the the concert series again we don't want any of that to go into the gulf of mexico to be food for you know sea turtles or other other fish uh, but to help to recycle whatever can be recycled as well. So it's a fun thing. Um, all this information and details are up on our website. Okay. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a really fun event. We have um, we have a good time at that time. And then it's very you know it's it, it's one of those things we turn our attention to you know other other efforts as well to give people a good rest. So. Yes, indeed. Are, are there any um, age requirements involved? Yes, the volunteers. you have to be 18 or older to participate on that one. So. Okay, okay. So make sure you uh, go ahead and check out the website. It's always good to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just leave it at that. All right. So, you know, recently you had a uh, bike ride, and you're known for this. Um, and so for those who may have missed it, or maybe they enjoyed it so much they want to hear more about it, this is something that, from an annual standpoint, it's a good way for families to get involved. It is. It's always on Mother's Day weekend, mm-hmm. the Saturday of Mother's Day weekend. And it's called the Good Life Ride. It's a fun bicycle ride. We actually do it at the Lodge at Gulf State Park. And we ride through the backcountry trails there. And it's it's such a fun thing. We have huge, huge hotel discounts always for that. Um, join acf.org or you can go to goodliferide.org and get all the information about what the date is for next year. But it's just, a, it's a fun event. We have people literally from New York, from other places who keep on coming back every year. Uh, it's just such a beautiful time of the yes, year uh, yes. for, for participating. And then the more we people we get out walking and biking, the more they want to protect our coastal environment. So that's where our cooperative uh, frame, you know, the mission state, statement and, you know, we work with uh, other individuals, other nonprofit groups, the governmental sector, that's local, state or federal, the private sector, small business, big industry. As long as you're going to do something positive for the coastal environment, we're going to work with you. That's that's the key right there. And I think many times I think a lot of good meaning, well-meaning people, they work in offices and they're you know next to computers and they don't get out. But once they see once they have that visual yep. with the bike ride or, you know, attending different events, um, they have a greater appreciation and they can understand how they can help change the area uh, for the positive and then help the next generation understand because it's about respect. I'm, I'm blown away when you see people honestly roll down their windows and just throw things out the window. Yes. And, like, yeah. and you're a grown up. It does not make sense. We actually, our Bay Buddy program, we have K through 12 education programs, but one of our Bay Buddies teachers complained, quote, and I'm putting that in air quotes for the right. people who are there, <laughs> complained that um, a teach, uh, one of the parents called after we had our Bay Buddy presentation and said that her daughter made her drive around and something flew out of the back seat and so drive around to go pick up that piece of litter that came out i was like yeah we'll take those complaints all yes. the time that's yeah not a problem. right that's a good air quote complaint exactly well and that's you know our our education programs we do bay buddies uh, which is first through third we do uh, water uh, festivals which are our fourth grade program that's the hands-on where they build a watershed they kind of learn about 
um, you know, water filtration and, and um, you know, the interconnectedness of life that we all have here. Our fifth grade program is a Coastal Kids Quiz. We have an estuary core program. We're not able to do it this summer, but we're going to start it back next summer because of funding. Uh, but that's our career awareness program for um, middle school students. We have for high school, it's called Castle Coastal Alabama Service Learning. There's all throughout the year, the students are the, the high school students that need those service hours. We just match those up to community needs like the coastal cleanup that happens every Saturday, uh, third Saturday of September. So, yeah, we, we do a lot, um, but we also do adult ed um, June 16th and July 19th. Uh, we have wetland compliance workshops for realtors who need those continuing education units, the mm-hmm. CEUs, as well as lawyers, uh, three hours for our two regular pro, um, workshops. And then we have an advanced one that um, in um, uh, that first one in June uh, for five hours. Um, but everybody can go to our website, joinacf.org to I sign up it. for that as and well. And the newsletter is really helpful too. That's something that you can just peruse and, and, and you know pick and choose where you want to be and what you want to do. It's always helpful from a communication standpoint too. So I need to know, like, where did all this come from for you? At what point in your life did you realize I want to save the earth. Uh, well, that's <laughs> funny that you ask because I, I had that question asked for my interview 10 years ago. Um, uh-huh. And I literally remember sitting out on back steps uh, with my, my family's from Birmingham. And so we would take the summers and go down and enjoy our coastal environment. So I remember being in Gulf Shores and looking at a thunderstorm way out in the distance. My dad, you know, sitting next to me and, you know, seeing a lightning strike and then counting the number of seconds to be able to see how, how far away the storm was and everything. So I, you know, we've, we've always recycled. We've always loved the environment. Um, the church camp that I went to up in North Alabama called Camp Sumatanga. There was a big sign that said, uh, let no one say and say to your shame that this was a place of beauty before you came. Um, so we've had, you know, the fact I, that you remember I, that. I, I d- indelibly designed, you know, and, and, you know, ingrained in my, my psyche. And yes. you know, again, we teach this for our Bay Buddies programs, just because you didn't drop that piece of trash that you're seeing you know, it's still your responsibility to pick it up because it will go into the waterways. It will be your, you know, part of your, your, your next seafood uh, meal. If you would, if you don't want to uh, enjoy that. So nobody wants a side of, you know, um, oysters with, with a side of um, cigarettes. I mean, they just, (laughs) this this is true. Cigarette butts. They just, they don't ask for that. Right. Right. But we can all, we can all do our part. Right. So that was then that you that you figured out like I, I I've got this purpose. Right. Well, I I never said at that time I don't want to be an environmental organization executive director. So I, that is that is definitely uh, not what I was thinking, but definitely the spirit of making sure you know my, my family we grew up with a lot, and my dad always said that you know uh, we the more you have the more you have to give back, and so uh, my parents are definitely taught us to be a leader and a helper. Uh, that's what we've got all the time. And I'm trying to teach that to my daughters as well. So, uh, but yes, we are, you know, you, you do it basically it's, it's, it, you have to do it. And, you know, we all are on the same planet together. So we have to take care of each other. So I'm so happy that you joined me today to just, just share all this goodness because sometimes it's easy to forget. Yep. It's easy to forget. We're, we're so busy working hard and, and you know, do adulting, but just to hear how basics, how the basics are out there that we can help change our planet and help our next generation. That's a biggie. So real quickly, as we wrap up, you, you have a team of how many? Uh, we have uh, four full-time staff members. Uh, we have uh, four interns 
And then we have about 15 contractors that help us out. Our budget, everything is up on our website. Um, you know, for, we try to be as transparent as we can with our strategic plan and all of our annual reports up there. Uh, but yes, um, we do we do really good stuff. And really, the participation part of our mission statement is where we shine because 90% of the work that gets done is because of our volunteers. And we do cleanups, we do, you know, plant trees and plant sea oats and those types of things. So there's always something for for people to plug into in your your business, you know, volunteer hours. If you're trying to give back to the environment, we would love to, to work with you to that end. I love that. And I ask that because as we, you know, bid farewell on this episode, mm-hmm. uh, what would you like to say to your team and to your volunteers? Oh, my goodness. Well, it does not. Uh, if we don't give good experiences to our volunteers, it, they don't ever come back and uh, they won't ever tell anybody else to sign up. So we appreciate our team. Uh, everybody's on our website um, all of our staff members and when you're out there and seeing them in the public make sure you thank them as well love that that's a sign of great leadership right there that's mark birdie executive director of the alabama coastal foundation for more information we've mentioned it many times but we're going to do it one more time you can go to join acf.org thanks for tuning in to this edition of 251 now with kelly finley have a great sunday we'll see you back here same time same place next week Tune in every Sunday for 251 Now with Kelly Finley, presented by Spring Hill College and the Mobile County Health Department, 730 to 8 a.m., right here on The Sound of Mobile.